0: Hey guys, it's Kian here and welcome back to another episode of Disrupting Asia. Now if you're new here, Disrupting Asia is a platform that helps to connect entrepreneurs here in Asia. Our aim is to build communities around the continent and to become the number one source for reliable news and information around Asia's startups. Every week, we will feature talented entrepreneurs here in Asia who built and grew successful businesses. We will also talk about essential skills, tools, and systems that will make not only your business, but also you personally more successful. So if you're new here, consider subscribing. Well, I gotta admit, I'm a bit obsessed with this topic, creating habits. Creating habits simply changes lives for the better, if you aim for positive ones. Because let's be honest, Nearly all of us have one, two, perhaps even more bad habits. Like for example, snoozing the alarm two to three times before waking up, chewing fingernails or constantly coming too late to meetings. Having a bad habit is often regarded to negligence and simply the unwillingness to not improve. After all, it's easier for humans to be lazy than really engaged and behind something. So let's take a look at how to create good habits Habits that will make a lasting difference and will have a positive impact on your private and business life. We often don't realize that the difference between a successful and mediocre life is simply a series of good habits and simply sticking to those. Research suggests that it takes 21 days to form a habit and to surely stick to that habit. For some things, you will see immediate effects and it probably takes less time to form that very habit. Other things may take these 21 days or in some cases even longer, especially when certain activities are required. Here's a simple exercise you can start with. Take for example waking up in the morning. Have you ever drunk a glass of water in the morning right after waking up? If not, give it a try tomorrow. Prepare a glass and a boiler of water right next to your bed before you sleep tonight. Or even better, pause this podcast now for a moment and go and prepare it. So after you wake up tomorrow morning, you will see the bottle and glass as you might have guessed already, but this helps you to visualize your habit. It reminds you of drinking a glass of water. This simple habit may take you just a couple of days to form and will make this a part of your day probably already within the next week. Let's take a look at a few other habits you're probably automatically doing. Habits that are probably on autopilot and you most likely don't notice anymore. Take for example brushing your teeth in the morning. Taking a shower before sleeping, driving to work at a certain time, preparing a cup of coffee for your breakfast, picking up your kids from school, put on cologne before going to work, and so on. But why does it sometimes seem so difficult for us to form new habits? Well, let's take a closer look here. Have you noticed a certain pattern among these habits I just mentioned? These are more or less habits we form because we are ininvitably forced to do these habits. We have to drive to work at 7 a.m. because a we have to work and earn money, b we want to avoid the notorious morning rush at 7 30 and c we just want to have a smooth and relaxed start into the day. Or brushing our teeth. This is a habit we formed when we were infants and toddlers. The majority of people brushes their teeth in the morning and evening and most even after a meal. Why do we do that? We know that we have to brush our teeth to avoid bad smell and tooth decay. As you can see it all comes down to learning how to build, but also break habits. How can we do this? We have to understand how habits work. Number one, understand the loop of habits. Although not new, but notably mentioned in the book The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. It starts with the cue, let's say the trigger. Like the clock striking at 12.30, and you know it's time for lunch. The behavior that follows or the routine is walking straight to the canteen and getting your food. Your reward or satisfaction lies in the moment when you feel energized and not hungry anymore. Let's repeat that. It starts with the cue or trigger, then followed by the routine like walking to the canteen. Last but not least, you have this feeling of satisfaction and you basically reward yourself with it. Number two, start creating tiny habits. Creating tiny habits is super easy if you follow the following approach. First, you can do it at least once per day, Second, it takes you a minute or less. Three, it only requires little effort. Let me repeat this. You can do it at least once per day, it takes you a minute or less, and it only requires little effort. In order to start, you have to have the end in mind and tell yourself the following. Once I finish doing X, Y, Z, let's say doing 50 push-ups, I will drink a fresh orange juice. As you can see, with the end in mind, or let's call it the reward, it's way easier to get started. You know that you will do 50 push-ups. You know that it takes a short amount of time. And you also know that 50 push-ups are absolutely manageable. Eventually, your fresh orange juice will be your reward after this push-up challenge. Another interesting fact that happens is that you know that you deserved it. You know that you worked for it. And that you will appreciate this very orange juice more. And the next time you're craving for an orange juice, you will do 50 push-ups. Starting with small habits as just described, you will also find it easier and more achievable when you start reaching for higher goals, say in our example 75 or 100 push-ups. Number 3. Invest, invest, invest. Once you have formed a series of tiny habits or perhaps even just a single one, you have to start to see the bigger picture and start investing. Let's go back to our example of push-ups. If you start with 50 push ups and your goal are 500 push ups per day, start increasing your push ups on a weekly basis. Make a plan for the upcoming four weeks and increase your push ups every week by 10 to 15 or even more. And continue doing so for the next couple of months. It's important to always see the bigger picture and start with the end in mind. Invest a little bit more time and effort on a regular basis. If you want to start with a simple to follow exercise on how to build simple habits that work, I recommend even starting with pushups. Do a quick evaluation of your capability to do pushups and plan for the next four weeks. Every week, invest a bit more time and energy into it. Once you have built this habit or even a series of tiny habits, it will be automatically easier for you to take on habits that require more effort and action. So I hope that gives you a good summary of how habits work and that habits are by far not rocket science, but just a simple combination of action plus routines plus rewards plus investments. Here's one more time a summary for you. Number one, understand the loop of habits. What's the trigger, what action follows and what is your reward? Number two, start creating tiny habits that are achievable and take only minimum effort. Number three, invest, 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 based on your new formed tiny habits. So that's it for this week. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Disrupting Asia. We're on every major platform, including iTunes, Stitcher and Spotify. Also, come over and join our Facebook group, where we discuss business and entrepreneurship. Keep it crushing and I see you on the next episode.